Hi, I'm Brandy. And I'm Angelina. And welcome to Talk 40 to Me. We're having all the candid conversations you'd have with your bestie. Join us as we unpack life in our 40s and all the questions that led up to this next chapter. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. This is Brandy. (laughs) And this is Angelina. And welcome to (laughs) season two of Talk 40 to Me. Oh, I like it. I like the way that sounds. Feels so official. (laughs) Officially official. Season two is for you. I like your coffee mug. It looks like a fancy tile mug. I know. Thank you. Tile on the floor. I got it from um, one of my former like managers. Gave it to me. Mine today. Mm. A Sleeping Beauty mug. Mm -hmm. I love Ray Dunn mugs. Love them. I don't know who that is. This design, this style, like the the wording, whatever, like this particular, like. I guess they look like clay, like clay handmade mugs. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's cute. You can get them at TJ Maxx for like super cheap, like mm. five bucks. I've already had to heat up my coffee once. Well, you know, you're a mom. I think I need one of those little warmers. Oh, my friend has one. She likes it. Does it work? Yeah, it works. Yeah. She likes it because she's perpetually like, where's my coffee? She heated it up like three times a day. Yeah. And I'm a slow drinker, so. I'm not. Like, I, I knock back my tea. Like... Maybe because I want it when it's super hot. Once it gets lukewarm, it's like meh. Mm, yeah, I like, but I reheat my tea. I I reheat my tea too. So I see that you have a quote for the day. Mm-hmm. I do. So you know, in light of the new year, every year we make resolutions to change ourselves. This year, make a resolution to be yourself. Amen. And I love that. I'm working on that. Our forties, you know, being in our own skin. And not worrying so much what other people think and focusing more on being authentic us. Yep. You're not going to please everyone, which is a very hard thing for me to accept. But I know. Enneagram 6 checking in. (laughs) But I'm learning so much about myself during this podcast. And I hope our audience is too. So let's talk about our holiday break. Yeah. I was so excited to have you in town. And we got to at least spend a full day together. That was full really fun. productive day. Yeah. We got so much done and we're, I mean, so much prep for this podcast, but yeah. we had a lot of fun with it too. And then you get to come back in a couple of weeks. So we mm-hmm. booked a spa appointment when she comes back. Yeah. With one of our upcoming guests. So mm-hmm. TBD on that, but I I really enjoyed having you here and um we didn't we didn't travel. I know you had to travel, but we didn't. But my goodness, if it, it felt long, but it also like it went by kind of quickly. It's very weird. <sighs> I I don't know. I don't know what was up with me, but I was just ready to be home. Like we were gone for maybe a week. But, um, and usually I'm like, let's stay like maybe a couple more days. But this Mm. time I was just like, I want to be home in my bed. And I I think I was jealous of everyone else that was like hanging around their houses, just like relaxing and letting their kids play. And I was like, I just want to do that. Yeah. And the next day after we got home, I took a shower and I put on pajamas. Good for you. And I worked all day, but I was like. I just want chill. And that's like basically what I did. That's one of my favorite things. 
like to after you work out you shower and then you just put like bum clothes on yes <laughs> it's the best i wasn't going anywhere yeah it was it was a great holiday break um we were able to see family we were able to see you guys and our friends um who we don't really get to see very often so that was it was just really nice to reconnect with everyone yeah, this is very unlike me, but as soon as Christmas was over, I was like, these decorations have to come down. Oh, look at you. I know it's weird. Now, granted, the tree didn't come down until after the new year, but like the majority, everything else, like my house went Mardi Gras pretty quickly. Girl, you're like Walmart. When I went in Walmart <laughs> down there, it was Christmas Eve and they were legit installing Mardi Gras. I believe it. There's Valentine's stuff out already. Like I saw Valentine's stuff before New Year's Eve out. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I don't know. The clutter started to get to me this year. Like I just felt like there was so much stuff, you know, all these decorations and all these presents, and that'll lead into part of my resolution for the new year. But okay. So do you want to talk what we have on the horizon for talk for you to me? I'm so excited. Okay. I almost said I'm so excited. You did. I am. You did. Whatevs. It's fine. This is our word. Maybe we'll, we'll come up with a new word for the year, but. Maybe we get a mug. That says I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we debut it, we can launch it to, I'm so excited. You know? <laughs> it would be very fitting, but I am thoroughly looking forward to what we have planned. We Ooh. are so ahead of the game and I'm proud of ourselves for that. We're planning ahead. So yes, we had a three-week content break, but we have so many good things coming up. I know Brandy is very much excited about next week's episode with Taylor, a functional dietitian. Brandy's functional dietitian. Yes. We have so much amazing stuff in store from mm -hmm. like health and wellness, hormones with Taylor. Gosh, a focus for heart month, a focus for heart month that mm -hmm. you guys do not want to miss. Hands down, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really great segment that I think in terms of just helping to kind of, it, it's very relevant for some things that are occurring right now. It might be a little emotional, but at the same time, I think it's so important to listen to this story for heart month and, um, It'll open up your eyes to some some things to consider. We have female entrepreneurs. Of course, because that's what we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and very inspiring on that. Um, parenting discussions. And we listen to your feedback. Some of you had, you know, we and we appreciate that, that so much. Like if you guys have a topic you want to hear, please tell us. And a few of you actually said you were interested in hearing about internet safety and keeping your kids safe online. And so we're going to actually have someone on the podcast from Homeland Security, and we're going to have a whole discussion about oh, kids funny. and safety on the internet. So I think it's going to wig me out, but I'm, I'm very <laughs> I eager. I know. I don't want to freak learn you out, more. But yeah. But I think it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So Lots of big, big things in store. And what we really want to do is turn this into a community. We want Talk 40 to me to become your space that you can 
connect with others, feel understood and accepted and feel inspired and motivated. And network. That was something that I was thinking about last night. Like having a networking group, maybe on Facebook or something um, on our Facebook channel. Because one of the things that I have found are women that I'm meeting, I'm introducing to others that we have met, Mm -hmm. whether it's for health or business, locality, whatever the case may be. I think that there's a lot of opportunity there. A hundred percent. So we want that if you guys have any ideas for that, but that's the vision for 2023 for this podcast is going to become more than just these chats. More than just, we are more than just a podcast. (laughs) A community is the goal. And Brandy did something fun over the holiday break. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm wearing it. You guys can't see it. We don't have it on our website yet, but we have merch. So Angelina and I both have a uh, sweater and a hat, and I think we're going to come up with some mugs. So if anyone is interested, it's going to be a, um, we're going to have some really great merchandise that we're going to start building out and putting on our website to order. I feel like that makes us officially official. Mm-hmm. I really love it. So excited for that. And we just appreciate all of your support so, so much. It really so means much. the world to us. It's so exciting. <laughs> so did you have any time to decompress and watch some television? Because I know we both love a good TV show. I binged and completed three shows on Netflix. Oh, damn. I'm, I am not that good. Okay. I, it was a lot of late nights. Firefly Lane, Wednesday, and Emily in Paris. So is Firefly Lane season two or one? Season two. And apparently okay. there's only three seasons. So if anyone is in the middle of watching these shows, you may or may not want to put earmuffs on or fast forward. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to spoil the end because I don't think Angelina's finished with any of them. No, I finished Wednesday. I'm not finished with Emily in Paris and I didn't start Firefly Lane. Then we're going to talk about Wednesday real quick. If you guys are in the middle of watching Wednesday earmuffs, I, I won't spoil it for you for Emily in Paris and Firefly Lane, but I'll give you some like heads up on it um, or my feelings because I've been <laughs> all in my feelings on Firefly Lane. So I'll tell you about that in a second. So Wednesday... Garrett keeps saying, like, I can't believe you watched that. I do not think that this is, like, the type of show yeah, show for you. And I said, I agree. It's a little too dark for me, but I'm invested, and I can get through it. Like, it's not too crazy. And I could not believe what happened in the end. So did you like it? Did you like the show? I'm, I'm conflicted. I have like this, like, I don't want to watch it, but I'm going to watch it anyway kind of feeling with it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, obviously, I loved it. That's right up my alley. I was super mm-hmm. excited about it. I thought it was great. I can't wait for season two. Even my kids watched it, actually. I let, I really? Up, yep. Mm-hmm. They had been hearing about it from some friends, and I said, all right, let's watch it together. And they loved it. We've been running around singing Goo Goo Muck for a couple weeks. You know, I mean, I really don't think it's that bad. In terms of like, no, there's nothing terrible that happens. I mean, if they watch Avengers movies, I'm pretty sure they can watch Wednesday right. now that I think and about Harry it. Potter. I mean, if you think yeah. if you look at like Harry Potter towards the end of the series gets pretty dark. We've only seen like maybe two or three Harry Potter movies. We haven't gone to the real dark ones yet. Yeah. So just keep that in mind as they grow. But okay. So Firefly Lane, I have to preface by saying 
I started it and it, Catherine Heigl annoys me a little bit. So I had trouble. Oh, I was thinking about how like good she's doing. I don't know why. I think because she had drama with Grey's Anatomy and I was watching Grey's Anatomy at the time when right up, I don't know. It just something about her. I think I'd heard some things about her as a person. And then I started watching her as an actress and it, she aggravated me. But the show is good. I just have to get past that. The show is the show is really good. Is it based on a book? I don't, I don't know. Why is do it? I feel like Let's it look is. it up. I don't, I don't know. Well, anyway, this season two had me all in my feelings, especially at the very end. Mm-hmm. And you know how I get very emotional, like mm-hmm. emotionally connected to something. Like I know these people. Yes. And like they're real people. Yes. And I do. It's taken me about two days to move on. (laughs) I'm not making this up. I'm totally serious. But I was like, no, this can't happen. Why is this happening? And what the hell? In season three, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like. It's kind of like how we all were with This Is Us. Why would they do this? Why would they do this? In the heat of This Is Us, our whole friend group, we were like, ah. Yeah. (laughs) Like really into it. You got to watch it. And when you're done watching it, we will then regroup and talk about it again. Okay. Got it. And then Emily in Paris, I'm not finished just because I haven't found the time, but Emily I am. Emily in Paris was so cute. I'm, I love it so mm-hmm. much. I'm actually, <laughs> since I've been through the other two Je suis. shows, I'm trying to remember what happened at the end of Emily in Paris. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh. <laughs> Don't stop it. I'm on like episode five. So I don't know how many episodes there are. I'll watch like two a night. Zip it. And we'll talk, we'll regroup. But I am very excited and I still want her wardrobe. Well, I hope that it doesn't take another year for them to get the next season up. I know. It took forever. That's how it was with Firefly Lane. Why did it take so long? But I don't know. they said that Firefly Lane, the next season's coming on in the summer. Oh, so. that's quick. You know what I am excited to see? I don't know if you watched um, Outer Banks. No, I think. Oh, it's a good show. I like it. It's coming back in February. I feel like it might have been too intense for me. I don't know. That's not intense. No. I mean, it's action, but I wouldn't call it intense. It kind of even almost borderlines like a teenager show. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's good stuff. So that's where we are. Tell us what shows you guys are watching and what we should add to our list. Yes. Because just we like have so books. much time. <laughs> just like just like books. I know. It takes this is why forever. I haven't worked out. This is why I have not worked out in two weeks. Because I've been like binging between working and binge watching and taking care of kids. Like I have no time for working out. There's just too much involvement going on with these shows that I'm watching. <laughs> I'm too invested in these imaginary people. So you guys know we love to talk about the Enneagram. Yep. And Brandy found this post on Instagram, the account is called Enneagram with Abby, which Mm -hmm. just wasn't one that I followed. So I'm interested in it. No, we're following Uh, her now. So for those of you who don't know what the Enneagram is, the Enneagram is basically a personality test that you can take and it puts you into nine different types and it's insanely spot on. And it is super helpful in any relationship. I've taken it for work and then Brady and I retook it before we started this because we're working so closely together. I think- for couples, it could be good, but um, these were so spot on. Yeah, I know. For the new year, so it's basically like type eight for 2022 into 2023. Yeah, it's like your favorite type post for 
the year or of yeah 2022 and so they have pockets of peace so you're six right I'm a six. This one I really cracked up laughing and I sent it to my husband and he's like, uh, I think I need a new vocabulary because it says um, the worst things to say to a type six, which I actually really use the term everything happens for a reason. I use it all the time. It's kind of my MO. It's my way of getting through life whenever yeah. there's something challenging. So that one I disagree with for me, but don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And can you call me when you get a chance? And let me tell you something. Here you go, Angelina. Here's your, let me tell you something. <laughs> Do not text me and say, call me when you get a chance. Because I immediately come up with like doomsday in my mind. And and so, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to come up with something else. But if someone says, can you call me or call me when you get a chance? I'm like, what did I do wrong? Oh my What's God. What's going on? Did I, you know, and I remember we were in this um, community group through church and our leader sent us a text and is like, hey, can we set up some time to talk? And I'm like, why do you need to set up time to talk? Like, what's going on? And they're like, we just want to talk to y'all one-on-one. I'm like, but what is it why? about? Why? What can do we you, do? are we in trouble or am I being arrested? Is there something wrong? <laughs> is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Just like, we want to chat. And I'm like, okay, you cannot send me a cryptic note like that that is cryptic and you have to give me a heads up on what we are discussing well it's funny you say that because i the very same slide things not to say to me i'm a type 8 to a type 8 i pointed it out to my husband because the number one the that really stuck with me calm down don't say calm down oh yeah i don't like that one either i think that one's universal he tells me calm down and he uses it all the time. And I'm like, mm. like, if I wasn't mad before, I'm really, really mad. I can't with the calm down. But the other thing that really resonated is just all these like different things. Like, should I tell my friend the brutal but honest truth? Yes. And yes. <laughs> like, little miss can't be wrong. That's me too. That one I thought was really funny. <laughs> And then social media needs to stop recommending people I may know. I know them and I hate them. <laughs> well, the little miss on this one was uh, for six. Little miss can't go to bed without imagining a fake scenario. <laughs> oh my God. That's so you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like they just plucked it right out of your brain. Like all the little things that run through Brandy's head at night. Why she can't go to sleep. <laughs> And then a lot of times it's me being like, we got this. It's okay. We're going to be fine. Like, what if this? What if this? What if this? But darling. That's why the teacher threw me out of the classroom in fifth grade. What if you fly? What if you fly? <laughs> being a six is like second guessing the thing you were 100% certain of yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you remember you and your wedding dress? Yeah. I bought it. I loved it. And then I wanted a new one like, yes. three months later. You changed your mind back and forth. Like you were like, I don't know. I, 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 I was like, no, this is, we bought this. Like you're done. This is it. We've made your decision. <laughs> Buying and using five different planners for 2022. I have three no, notebooks. I have a planner. I have a calendar with a planner and I have two wow. notebooks. Well, I mean, that's fitting. I mean, if there was another one that 
I'm trying to think. Let me tell you this last, I mean, there's four quadrants, but this is the last funny one. Projecting elaborate thoughts and emotions on an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do that one. I don't think you do that, but I don't know. I think it's good. Although I, I maybe I just don't tell them, but it's happening in my mind. True. True. I thought it was funny too. The meme roundup, like Jesus yeah. as a type, whatever. So it was like, Jesus is a type six. Jesus is a type eight. Those were cute. So if you guys um want to look these up, it's at Enneagram with Abby, A-B-B-E-Y. E -Y. So you can find your type. But they're, it's, it's very fascinating. If you haven't taken it, go to the Enneagram Institute, pay to take the test. It's really insightful. And um, I need to make my husband take it. I had, yeah, I told you I had uh, Garrett take it. I was thinking of messaging Enneagram with Abby and seeing if we could get her on the show, but I hadn't done it yet. Let's do it because we need someone because we talk about it so much. I started to like move forward on it. And then of course I started second guessing what I was writing. So I'm like, I oh need to God. consult with Angelina on this. I'll do it. Here, type eight checking in. I'll do it. I got it. And I won't second guess my, my post at all. I'll be like, done. But I also fail to think things through sometimes. That's a fault. I'll review it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. We got to balance, you know? We have to balance. So let's talk about Barbara Walters. But Do you remember that segment on SNL where they used to make fun of the way she talked? Yeah. So they were saying on the Today Show that it really bothered her for a certain period of time. Barbara Wawa. Yeah. And then apparently <laughs> she like just kind of accepted it and like moved on. Yeah, like embraced it and was like, okay, it's funny, whatever. So what what's going on with Barbara? Well, she passed away. Oh, recently. What? You didn't know that? How did I miss? No. Like oh. I missed this totally. When did this happen? Well, I'm looking it up. Give me one second. Like within Clearly the last I'm not prepared for this. Month? She died December 30th. Didn't hear it. What? I did not know that. No, I didn't know. You frequently go on the news. How do you know? How did you not hear this? I don't know. They didn't talk about it last time I went on the news. I don't know. That's terrible. So she passed away December 30th. And so there's like a big, I think, ABC special. The first week of January, there's a lot of things that are being aired about Barbara Walters. So the Today Show was doing like a daily acknowledgement because she was she was the first today show female anchor and the first i believe nightly news anchor uh female nightly news anchor and so there's a lot of recognition happening among the national news outlets and before barbara retired from the view they had all these women anchors that came out to acknowledge her from all the different networks. And she, she was like, this is my legacy. Like you all are my legacy. And so just, they were talking about how she paved the way for women in broadcast television. The Today Show did a, an interview with Joan London a few days ago. And Joan was saying how Barbara mentored her and was explaining to her that how differently she was treated and how and was giving her tips on how to navigate through that because for example like men were only allowed to introduce like the morning show and then barbara could come in so 
all these different shifts that have happened over the course of many, many years for women in journalism, like a lot of the networks are attributing it to her and her work. That's awesome. I think it's amazing. And, and it's been really fascinating to hear what she has done to pave the way for women in journalism today. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Barbara, we commend you. Thank you for all that you have done. I know. Oh, that's sad. But good. I'm, I mean, what a legacy. I'm telling you. She was 93 years old. Oh, wow. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Man, mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't realize she was that old. Yeah, I didn't realize it either. I mean, for whatever reason, I thought, oh, you know. I thought she was like, 80. like in her 80s. Yeah, I don't know. That's great. So in recent news, big. this is like big stuff for pop culture. Harry and Meghan. Have you watched it on Netflix yet? Okay. I watched like maybe two episodes. Well, the big news. So in case if you guys missed it, on January 10th, Harry um, released his memoir called Spare. Oh. And ahead of this memoir release, he did an additional interview on the back of the Netflix show. And he stated that he wants his relationship back with his father and his brother and um, he said that he was kept from the queen. Like he was never, he wasn't allowed to have one-on-one -on -one with her um, when all of this started. And that, you know, the motto of the, as they call it, the institution is never complain, never explain. And he says after the Oprah interview release that Will was gaslighting him. And his, his, his description or explanation of the gaslighting was that he was blaming Harry for the way everything unfolded, like that it was Harry and Meg completely Harry and Megan's fault, like not owning it, but he still says he wants a relationship. So I'm very interested to see how much more, because I thought they told a lot. I, it felt like they've said a good bit. So I'm curious to see how much more he's going to share in the memoir, if it's going to get into like, I'm assuming he's going to touch on his childhood and his mother and all that stuff too. So some people are feeling like in the Netflix special that they use his mother's tragedy as a stepping stone of some sort or. Yeah, like almost as like a crutch and a way to get more visibility. I don't know. I'm not in these people's lives. We can speculate all day, but I just feel I mean, honestly, like if you want to know sad. my opinion, I just feel bad. Like, I feel like with mm -hmm. all of this, like who knows what his relationship was like with his brother before, right. but I just feel like, gosh, that's, this is really, this is damage. That's going to be really hard to repair. I know. Like you went out in public and, you know, it's one thing to do like a Oprah show special and then now a Netflix special, now a book and then, and then ask for a relationship. I just... I don't know. I mean, but then at the same time, like, maybe he has a lot to say. <laughs> There's three sides to every story. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel bad for the situation. Right. I don't have a strong opinion on it one way or another. I mean, I'm just going to assume they have their reasons, you know, for what they're doing. I don't know. A lot of people were criticizing that, like what you're saying, doing these shows and all of this. But I do know that you know, I believe they got cut off in terms of like they let go of money and all of that, which I'm sure they have a trust and whatever, but I guess they decided they needed to work, you know, because she did that National Geographic thing too. Who knows? Yeah. 
I don't know what this their their full situation is, but I do find the royal family fascinating. But if you guys have not watched it and you want to know more about it, it's Harry and Meghan. It's on Netflix. And then his memoir is out. It's called Spare. If you want to, if you're someone who's into the royal family, you want to delve into it, it's there. You know what else I heard? Ooh, what? There's apparently like a Casey Anthony story. There is. And it's on Peacock, though, which I don't know. Oh, have, okay. Which is why I haven't watched it. But I've heard a lot of people have said that they kind of believe her in terms of her father's involvement, that even though it's still super duper shady, that something's off. So I do want to watch it. Let's move on. Do we want to do Let Me Tell You Something? I know you have a Let Me Tell You Something. I do have a Let Me Tell You Something. I know you already kind of said yours, but real quick, I recently went to a permanent jewelry party. Oh, you were saying that you wanted to do that. Yes, I'd been wanting to do this and I finally got to do it. So I got two bracelets and then she had a little bit link left. So I was able to get a ring and I don't know if we're going to show this, but they're permanent. Like, I mean, the ring actually you can slide off and on if you need to, but I love them. They're, and they're really fun. You're able to like com combine different like styles and lengths. And so basically what it is, I know a lot of people are like, what the heck is permanent jewelry? It's pretty much just like a regular chain for a necklace or an anklet or bracelet and they weld it on so you can't take it on and off. That makes me feel very claustrophobic. I could tell. I know that I know it's not your cup of tea. You'd probably be like, but what if what if my wrists swell and I need to take them off? I could see you coming up with mm -hmm. scenarios. Nope. That gives me that that gives me anxiety to think <laughs> like something is like permanently on me and I cannot take it off. I know nope. one of our Hard friends in, in the group text was like that. She was like, Well, but what if I'm going to the spa? I'm like, well, they can work around it. She's like, but what if I have to have this? What if we have to do that? And I'm like, oh, I don't have to have an MRI for a year. So. Oh, that's a good point. What if you have to have an MRI? <gasps> I think, yeah, I mean, I have to do the breast MRI like once a year. So I'm going to ask them if I can stick my arms up, out, put them out like this. I think that's kind of hard, Angelina. I was actually thinking... I don't know why. That's how you lay in the, you should see. Do they not put you in head first? You go in head first, but they let you, your arms are up like this, your face down and they take your boobs and they grab them and they put them in. I had to take a Xanax to get, to have an MRI. Oh, I had God, to take awful. a Xanax and, and I had to wear mirrored glasses. Same. And I made Garrett come and sit in the room. They let Garrett come and sit in the room so I can watch him from the mirrored glasses when I had my MRI, like many years ago. But, oh, I even the asked them, I was, was great. can I get an open air MRI? And for what they were doing, they told me I couldn't. But Yeah, I couldn't either. I asked for the breast MRI. They're like, we can't do it this way. You have to be face down, which actually the face down was better for me than the face up because I've done the face up for my back and you get a real sense of like where the tube is. And that kind of freaked me out. Whereas when you're face down, the nurse came on the other side and grabbed my hands and she was like, look, I'm right here. Your head is partially is out. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. How long did it last? I think it was about 20 minutes with contrast. That's not bad. So I had to have the IV with the contrast. So they let me kind of put my arm where I was comfortable. So I'm thinking with this permanent jewelry, I should be able to have my arm. I don't know. But the girl, the girl did say like, if something were to happen, you can just like clip it off and then 
go back and they'll re-weld it. So you oh, don't, that's nice. You don't have to lose the jewelry. My gosh. MRIs, permanent jewelry. Like this is just, <laughs> I need to take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm with you though. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the MRI. Blah. But yeah, the jewelry, I like it. So if you are not um, a type six, you might enjoy permanent jewelry. All right. You ready for rapid fire? Yay. <laughs> Our sound effects are getting better. Please let us know if this drives you crazy. <laughs> we have yet to purchase a sound effect. We think it's awesome. Amazing. So, Brandy, what is one thing you're most excited about for 2023? <laughs> I'm laughing because of what's in my head. Going back to six, there's this there's this constant fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. But I am equally fearful of the unknown and excited for the unknown. Okay. Because last year... I decided to go out on my own and, and start doing my own consulting work and then started the podcast and now doing some other ventures. And I have no idea what the future holds for me. I am incredibly terrified, but as Kathy Galloway once said, the universe has your back and that keeps my six Enneagram at a more manageable scale. <laughs> And, and I'm, and I'm hopeful and excited to see what the future brings. And so I think we have a lot of amazing things that we're going to be working on this year for the podcast. And I'm so hopeful that, that, that this is going to be even bigger and better this year. I'm in a world of discomfort. And what I know from being in worlds of discomfort before is that that's when you are growing the most. So I just have to take a deep breath and say that I'm excited for this. My answer is actually pretty similar is um, I'm most excited to see where this podcast takes us this, this year, just the, the growth that I think we're going to have and the community that we intend to build. I'm very excited about that and family vacations. Yes. Yeah. We don't have our family vacations um, planned for yet but we always do like one trip, at least one trip a year, one big trip. And then, you know, tiny little things that we're doing. We're thinking about doing, so we have some friends who did a 52 week hiking challenge. Mm. And so I guess that technically you're supposed to do one hike a week, but they kind of like did a trip and, or did several trips and went hiking in different places and then did hiking locally. So Garrett and I are thinking about doing something like that too. That'd be fun. We don't have anywhere to hike in South Louisiana. I have to have to drive somewhere. I mean, Dallas is relatively flat too, but you know, maybe you do like, I don't know, 20 hikes. You could go down to Austin. Doesn't Austin have some good hiking? They do. And there's trails and stuff here. And then on maybe on some of your trips, you can, I mean, you're definitely going to do hiking on your trips, I would yes. assume. Yeah, 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 for sure. We're planning to go to Hawaii over the summer. So I know we're going to do some hiking there. We're going to have a trip to Austin, just me and my husband. I didn't know this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I actually like forgot 
and Josh and I were looking at the calendar and I was like, oh, just for a quick weekend. Oh, that's fun. An early an early anniversary celebration. We're going to do that. So we we want to try to hike and then we're going to go to Fredericksburg Yep, for like a day. And if we can get down to 30A, even though it's not like major hikes, there's still like nature trails and a lot of like... I feel like walking on the beach in 30A is like a hike. <laughs> walking like through all it. that sand. Walking through the sand. I'm hoping we can do something for Mardi Gras week. We'll see if my husband can get off of work or not. But... As much as I love, and I'm sure we're going to do a whole episode on Mardi Gras because Brandy and I are both going to a Mardi Gras ball together this year. My first ball. Yeah, her first ball. And then with it's it's with our group of four, like our group of four. So I'm really excited about that because you guys, this is the first time that the four of us are all going to be together since before COVID. I digress. But my point in this was as much as I love a couple, I really love riding in the parade. That's my favorite. Going to parades, I could do two and I'm good. Mardi Gras week, I'm I'm about getting out of Dodge. A ton of people are going to be in Disney for sure. So I'm not doing that. I'll say that. Cool. Favorite New Year goal? Mine is getting rid of stuff. That's going to be that's something Josh and I talked about. Collectively, we want to purge a lot. Clean out the house. We want to live with less stuff. After going to Italy for a month, you just realize like in America, we have so much, so much. Even just like when you look at our dishes and our pots and pans and the size of our houses, it's just like, it's just different. So I want to get rid of a lot of stuff and both physically in the home and then also emotionally. So anything that doesn't serve me, I'm purging it emotionally and physically. Goodbye. That's my goal. I love that. What about you? We sort of did a mini goal session with the kids on New Year's Day. But we actually took what Angel from a previous episode does. And we gave our family a word for the year. And we gave each of us a word for the year on something that we all need to work on. And mine is patience. My, me, Easton and I both have the same word and it's patience. <laughs> That's good. Little Garrett's is confidence. And Big Garrett is namaste. Namaste. It could have been like woosah. <laughs> and those are our words for the year. And and even on like later that night or the next day, little Garrett's been really good about the words. So he reminds me, he's like, patience, mommy. Patience is your word. I'm like, oh, thank you. Thanks. So he's very good at calling out. And he'll tell Easton too. He's like, Easton, your word is patience. You need patience. <laughs> That's my little one. He needs that. He could use that. I tried to teach him the Mel Robbins five-second rule, but applying it to staying calm because he tends to get really heated very quickly and he doesn't think before he speaks. So I was like, look, before you say what you have to say, before you get too mad, like just count down, five, four, three, two, one. So then the other day I was correcting him for something and I was like, no, Elijah, like, blah, 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 blah. And he, out loud, he goes, five, four, three. I'm like... Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, are you about to lose your shit on me? <laughs> I'm like, I can't with this kid. Hey, pat yourself on the back. He actually followed the rule. He did. He did. So maybe we should um, apply that. And do you have any big plans for 2023? Anything major happening? Survive. Survive the fear of the unknown. I think that's good. And just try to be, I don't know. 
I, I tend to get lost in work very, very easily. And I'm not, I, I mean, right now, the last week has been crazy. I've been working long hours trying to get set up for a deadline. And I really want to try to remind myself to embrace these moments with the kids and spend more time with them. So yesterday, for example, well, this will be airing next week, but so last week when the kids were still off for school, we took a day and I worked in between like bringing them out to lunch for a play date and then coming home and getting a little bit of work done again and then going out to the park for, you know, a continued play date. And so just getting some fresh air, getting time with them, giving them time to like get out the house and do things. And so I want to try and do a little bit more of that. And I don't know, just figure out like, you know, we always and we've had these interviews on balance and there is no balance. It's, you know, just managing your schedule. But I don't know, just trying to like find a moment in time where it's completely dedicated to them. So that way they know that they are important. They feel love um, and they don't feel mommy stressed. And that's just such a, such a hard thing to like last night, I asked the boys um, if they wanted me to read a book to them. And Easton just said, no, mommy, I just want you to sit in bed with me and listen to Amazon story time. And I want to talk. So that's what we did for like 20 minutes. I sat in his bed and I did, I, I did whatever he asked me to do. So whatever he wanted to talk about, we listened to a few stories. We talked about the stories and we just had that time together. And I think that that's really important. So I need, I need to remind myself to like dedicate the time where it matters the most with the people who matter the most. I need, it's interesting you say that because that's actually like my own personal goal is to disconnect and be more present for the kids because especially my youngest, he'll vocalize, you know, that he doesn't like me to be working a lot and on my phone. He left a note on my office door the other day saying that this room is for people who are always working, texting and are boring. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) And he will physically like say, I want to watch a show with you. And he'll take my phone and be like, no phones, mommy, no phones. And so I'm really hearing him on that. And then this past weekend, I took my oldest just one-on-one time. We went to Starbucks and Target and he really enjoyed it. And he said, mom, can we do that more often? And so then my little one said, can you take me to do that? So that's my own personal goal. Same thing. I really need, given the the world that we work in, and especially I do social media management, my phone is my work, you know, so I know to them, they don't really understand that, but, and all they see is my nose and my phone a lot. So that is going to be a big focus for me this year. So easy to get lost in your phone. And I remember when I was doing more social media for work, I got even more addicted to it just because like I'm working on something and then, oh, there's a reel. And then you go down this real rabbit hole my mood changes and I get so codependent on the phone. Like I had to step away from it. It's just not healthy for me. Yeah. We had a full discussion about this. If you guys happen to miss WTF is a geriatric millennial. It was episode two with Aaron Campbell. We had a whole discussion about how social media makes us feel and how it makes your kids feel, what it does to our brains. And the best advice she gave us was to really 
focus in on yourself, ask yourself and ask your kids, how does this make you feel when you get off of it? And so I really want to try to apply that for myself to how does this make you feel? And then disconnect. So get on there to get the work done, get it done and then get off. Yep. So that's the goals. On that note, thank y'all for listening to us chat. We're, we're really looking forward to 2023. We would love your feedback. So be sure to tune in to next week's episode. You guys have been asking, like we have heard from so many people. Yeah. I want to talk about hormones. I want to talk about perimenopause. I want to, you know, I want to talk about menopause and that sort of thing. And we don't cover it in depth, but we do cover perimenopause and hormones and how diet and your overall health, like overall lifestyle can affect those things. So please tune into next week's episode. It's going to be great. And tips on what we should be doing in our 40s to prepare for later, like things like that. Yes. So it's super, it's a good episode. This We're excited for this, this, this year and this month, and we appreciate you being in this community with us. So follow us on social at Talk 40 to Me podcast, and please send us all your ideas. We love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2023, y'all. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening in. And as a member of our community, we want to hear from you. Follow us on social at Talk 40 to Me podcast and share your feedback on today's topic. How is the conversation relevant in your life? And is there a topic you'd love to hear us discuss? On that note, cheers to aging gracefully, living life to the fullest, and enjoying another day with your besties in life.